Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie podcast with Adam, Lee and Josie, your hosts, taking an analysis of some beloved movies, both blockbuster and lackluster. Grab a bowl of popcorn and see if their collective score and analysis matches your views. It's time for Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie podcast. Hello and welcome to Two Guys, A Girl and A Movie Podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Josie. And I'm Lee. Yes, you are. And this is a podcast where we take a look at some classic movies, some fun movies that many of us love, and we see if uh, our scores match those on IMDb. We're on all forms of social media as well. Look us up at Two Gag Pod. Of course, that's 2G. A-A-G. Uh, we're on X, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Give us a follow, give us a like and uh, join in the fun there. Or Today, don't. Or, or don't. Or don't. Know. No, don't say that. We want people to okay, join us. Okay, okay, yeah. we'll do. Um, and because it's the festive season and Christmas time, we're doing some Christmas movies. I love Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Don't call me that. Well. Savage. Well. Uh, yeah. Um, should um, we start this again? Yeah, uh, I think we should start this again. <laughs> I mean, we, we, yeah, that was way too lame. We, we, we had our good friend Sally join us for Die Hard, which is sort of kind of a Christmas movie. It's, well, look, it's debatable. It's, it's a big debate. Yeah, there's there's a huge argument going on around about it. But the ones we have in line going forward are undoubtedly Christmas movies. Known to be. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And today we are doing Home Alone from <sighs> 1990. Huge movie. Argu- arguably the biggest Christmas movie of all time. I saw the other day that it's Island's. Most popular Christmas movie, so there you go. Island. Yeah. Okay. Just randomly right. popped up on my Facebook. Okay. I was like, thanks, cool, Island. It's a good one for your fun facts section of this podcast. Well, too late no, now. No, it's gone now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, directed by Chris Columbus, even though it's written by John Hughes. Many people see it as a John Hughes movie, I think. Yes, it's definitely mm. a John Hughes movie. Well, de- uh, you know, it depends on like, who you're talking to because like, you can actually use this as, uh, as part of Columbus Day. And this is this is like the Harry Potter Christopher Columbus, yeah. right? Yeah, Woo! yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, some some heavy hitters involved in this one. Uh, I'll give you the synopsis. Yeah, not the guy that owns the car yards. You know what? When we were listening, uh, when I was watching Home Alone the other day with my friend Luce, we were like, wow, the score sounds so much like Harry Potter just with like jingles in it. Mm. Now it makes sense. Yes, it does. Good old John Williams. The goat of goats. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. That makes sense now. Yeah. (laughs) And and not Danny Elfman. (laughs) (laughs) That means nothing to me. Okay, moving oh, on. Really? Yeah. I, I, I got to leave. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I actually checked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> All right. An eight-year-old troublemaker mistakenly left home alone. Hey, dropping the name of the movie in the thing. It's a little bit of foreshadowing. Uh, yep. Uh, must defend his home against a pair of burglars on Christmas Eve. Now, before we go any further, can I just um, can we can we address the elephant in the room? Do you reckon he actually defends, or do you reckon it's more attack? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they're Ooh. trying to break in, so he is kind. It's kind of both, isn't it? Is defend the right word though? Because I don't think there's a lot of defense going on. There's more definitely attack going on. I think he definitely uh, defends in a very harsh way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I sure. love yeah. it. It's so good. All right, let's let's go through uh, everyone's relationship with the movie. Let's start with yourself, Lee. Oh, have we have we gone past all the uh, all the important stuff? What's the important? Well, stuff? Well, we're talking about Chris Columbus and what he's done. You know. Okay, hit me with it. Stepmom. Yeah. Um, Bicentennial Man. Oh. Percy Jackson. Uh, one and two. This, this isn't really helping. This is, <laughs> do you remember the? Uh, do you remember the the the, the, uh, the great the great great? And I'm going to underline the word great. Hugh Grant. Uh, Hugh Grant movie called Nine Months. Oh, with um Sandra uh, Bullock. Yeah, I know. All is, of it, it. is Sandra Bullock? I didn't know. No, it was um uh the the redhead. Oh, what am I thinking of? He, oh no, he has two weeks with Sandra Bullock. Yes, yeah, that's, that's two right. weeks with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. Like so, shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
uh, oh, I just had her name in my head and now it's gone. Uh, she's from um, Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, not Eat, Pray, Love, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's gone now. Okay. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. He did yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, okay. That's the big one. We so need to do Mrs. Doubtfire at some point. Movie. That's a great movie, yeah. right? Yeah. And obviously John Hughes, we talked to a little bit about, um, we talked a little bit about obviously John Hughes as well, right? Planes, trains and automobiles. And that has mm-hmm. to be mentioned because obviously it was a big reason why this movie was made. Yep. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Uh, yes. weird Ferris, so- Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, Bueller. Weird, yeah, weird. Weird science, Dennis the Menace, that you know, that the nineties one. Yeah, uh, um, makes sense though, because this uh, is very similar. I feel to like a Dennis the Menace. Did he do Uncle Buck? Yes, he did. Because that was a big precursor to this movie. Yes, yes, yeah, it yeah. was. And uh, National Lampoons. Oh yeah, oh, right. So no, I mean, the, we're, another we're talking, big Christmas movie. We're talking some heavy hitters. Like yeah, the, the, yeah between, these dudes must have so much money. Between John Hughes John and obviously Hughes Chris no Columbus, well, these are the ones that he's actually. Had. Yeah, these are the ones he's written. We, we also miss out Gremlins, Christmas of the Cranks, and the Goonies. He didn't make Gremlins. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. No, he wrote it. He wrote Gremlins. He wrote it. You sure? It's in my notes. Get it's fucked. In okay. his notes. All right, all right, Wouldn't all right. be there if it wasn't true. Okay. Do I need to pull it up? <laughs> no, no, please don't pull anything. Um, I'll, pu- I'll pull it out, Adam, and pull it up. <laughs> Do not. Uh, anyway, Stop it. The, the thing is, they I think they knew what they were doing when oh, they were yeah. making this movie. For like sure. they, they didn't half measure anything and they, they went large. Like um, Huge. Yeah, I, I think that this – also the marketing campaign for this movie was great, I remember, back in the day because I'm, I'm old enough to remember. Fair um, But, yeah, it was – I wasn't. It I wasn't was, born, It so. was a sensation. So you don't remember this I being the marketing campaign? <sighs> Josie, we, we asked you to do your research and <laughs> you, you weren't even born for it. Like, what are you doing? I know. I'm sorry. All right, relationship with the film, Lee. Uh, relationship with the film came out in 1990, so I was four years old at the time. Um, I bet you were an adorable four-year-old, Lee. I was a reasonable four-year-old. You're probably not the right person to ask. You've still got the baby face. So I'm, I'm, I'm adorable now, so it's just, just transcended across the board. Questionable. Um, questionable. But, look, uh, I think for me it was um, it was a movie that I ended up watching probably a little bit later. It definitely wasn't something in the cinemas. I would have, would have watched it on VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, you know, it's it's so ingrained in pop culture when it came out and then it became such an icon or an iconic movie uh, when it came out because it was so big. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, since then, you know, it was almost – if you haven't watched it then what are you doing with your life kind of scenario so you know at the age appropriate probably seven or eight at the time you know that would have been about the right time to sit down and actually watch it and it's a family friendly movie as well right so there's a good chance that it was probably played on television during the Christmas holidays. Quite a lot, in fact. There's a good chance that I probably watched it then, but if I didn't, I probably watched it on VHS. I don't remember specifically, but I don't remember the first time I've watched it, but I do remember since. I have watched it so many times since then. It's a it's a staple for me. And it's, you're obviously a big fan of it. Yeah, and look, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a massive fan of Christmas. I'm, I'll put my hand up and say that I'm not a gigantic fan of Christmas, but uh, I'm a massive fan of the movie. Um, I don't necessarily need Home Alone. I don't need Christmas to watch Home Alone. Um, I'll watch Home Alone just because I'm in the mood to watch Home Alone. But it's interesting, actually, because um, well, I remember we mentioned this as far as Karate Kid is concerned. If I want to watch number two, I have to watch number one. I'm very similar with with Home Alone. I have to binge both number one and number two together. No, number two is my favourite. Yeah, unless uh, and if I don't, I feel like something's missing. I've had a big argument with one of my nearest and dearest friends. Is uh, it me? No, uh, but Craig Rose, who probably isn't Craig. listening to this. He also thinks part two is better than part yeah, one. Well, my boy. I think part two is an... Is just such a carbon copy shit version of the first one. I'm gonna jump. Wash your mouth. I'm gonna gonna jump on the train, and I actually think number two is better. 
Yes. The only thing that makes two slightly You're anyway say Tim good Curry, is Tim is Curry. Yeah. yeah. It's all the same. But how, how how does he have like this random house he can like occupy? It's his Uncle Rob's oh, house. Man, Gosh. Get fucked. Get with it. Anyway. But um, it's so true though because like in the first one he has the old dude. In the second one he has the, the old lady. It's the pigeon lady. lady. Yeah. yeah. It's um, so like. Oh look, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting that it's not a carbon copy. I'm not going to sit here and argue that. But it definitely is. But you might I, as well if you're going to know that it's going to make bank. And I, I like it. It did. It was huge. I legitimately think that what they did was with the second one is they took every single great element of the first one and tweaked it and made it slightly better. Yep. I agree okay, with that. Fair. Uh, Josie, relationship with the movie. Uh, very similar to Lily that um, I was not born when it came out. But that's funny enough. I only realised that when I was watching it the other night that it came out before I was born. I thought I was alive when, when it came out because it's been such a massive thing in my, my childhood that I just assumed it was like a nineteen ninety five type type movie. And then yeah. I got really shocked when I was like, what, 1990? That's so much um, earlier than I thought it was. Um, but yeah, I can't remember the first time I watched it, but it's definitely one of those go-to movies that I watch nearly every year around Christmas time. Um, it just gets me in the mood for Christmas. And um, I try to... Uh, make my students watch it or like one of my friend's kids and they just don't enjoy it as much. That was going to be my question. Do young kids still watch this Not really. Love it? I, think, I think a large part of it is the nostalgia, ta- the nostalgia tank to it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a great movie as a, st- as a, as a movie in itself. But um, as a, you know, I think the big thing for us in our generation is more the nostalgia pang to it. Well, I've tried to um, get my students or, you know, my friend's younger kids to watch either Home Alone or Santa Claus. And they just have no interest whatsoever. And I think it's because it's like a slow burn like yeah. for both of them. It, the funny bits don't happen until at least halfway towards as like halfway towards yeah. more the end that, you know, all the, um, you know, pranks and things happen that they're like, eh, boring, next. Do, kid, do kids still like violence? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. They find it hilarious. Because, man, there's some. <laughs> there's a lot of they, violence. They, they, they do some shit in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I enjoyed it when I was a child because I'm a little bit heartbroken that the children don't now. But, you know, um, the children don't understand anyway. Yeah, but I still love it. Watching it as a 31-year-old, I enjoy it now. So 31, yeah. Josie, so old. Wow. So old. Jeez. Adam? Um, I was actually going to say before we do go on to my uh, thing. Now, uh, Lee says he's not a fan of Christmas. I actively hate Christmas. I love it. You love Christmas. What love is it, it that you love about Christmas? I actually don't like Christmas Day. I think Christmas Day is a massive let, like letdown, but I love the build-up to Christmas. Why? I love the music. I love the lights. I love the movies. They're all just such feel-good Is this just any excuse elements. to have Mariah Carey on repeat? I... I surprisingly haven't listened to it yet, but I'm, it's definitely going to come. Don't you worry. She's defrosting with Michael Bublé <laughs> <laughs> as we speak. But yeah, I'm, I don't have a massive family. So when Christmas Day actually comes, we have a lunch and then that's about it. Yep. Um, but the build up to it with um, going and looking at Christmas lights with my friends and, um, you know, now that they have kids as well, watching them get all excited, which I, I love. I just find Christmas movies really easy to watch and feel good and... Yeah, it's just, I feel like it's a nice, nice time of the year. Right. Uh, see, I'm the opposite. I like seeing my family. I like having the meal. Like, the, the actual day itself is fine. The stuff around it, like, oh, makes so me want to. Oh, so you like your family. Oh. It, is it, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, some of them. <laughs> Love you, family. Is it, is it more the commercial, like, the, the commercialization no, it of turns it? Everyone, like, it literally makes me want to murder people. Like, it's, <laughs> it turns people into fucking psychopaths that they need to buy, like, 
about a truckloads full of food for one day at the end of November, at the start of November. So it's like COVID all over again. It's fucking insane. It turns people crazy. It's meant to be this time where you feel good and be good to each other. He's like, everyone's an asshole and like <laughs> turns on each other. It's oh, fucking sad. I don't know. I think everyone's been an asshole under, underneath the, underneath it anyway. Look, I'm also a massive cynical prick. So You, you are know. a cynical prick. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's, very uh, fair. It's also Then that. that's me that's like, la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah. Joe's just like living in this like beautiful little, I'm, I'm like in the nightmare before Christmas. Like, well, <laughs> let's, let's, let's set the record straight. It's not that I, it's not that I hate Christmas. I'm just indifferent about it. Okay, so so I'll split the difference between the two of you, right? But see, I also, because I am such a cynical prick as well, I'm like, why are we all pretending we're Christians and following this religious holiday? I'm like, why don't we all get on board other religious holidays and fucking get around it? And Mate, if you want to celebrate, celebrate Hanukkah, you can do that. Maybe I will. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Is, it, is there <laughs> a Hanukkah movie dreidel, we can dreidel. watch? I'm sure, there, I'm sure there is. All right. That's the only reason why well, we're Well, the OCD Chrismica, which is half um, Hanukkah, half Christmas. Okay, uh, that's a bit of a rabbit hole. Um, rabbi hole, rabbi hole. Oh god, rabbi fucking hell, Lee. Why? Why Lee? Um, okay, my relationship with the film. Was, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to touch on why you love Christmas. It was just a minor sidebar. I actually yeah. didn't mean to like dump on Christmas hard. If you like Christmas, go nuts. Um, I, I yeah, I got nothing against people in enjoying it. Um, anyway, my relationship with the film. I uh, I, I saw Uncle Buck at the cinemas, and uh, a big part of Uncle Buck was Macaulay Culkin. He doesn't do much in it, but he has this one scene with John Candy. Have you seen Uncle Buck, Josie? Yes, but a very long time ago. You're talking about the door scene, right? The one where he has the the, the quick fire questions to him and he's asking him all about his life. Yep. Like, what do you do? What's your job? Are yep. you married? Do you have kids? Like, oh, you're talking about what the, in the kitchen scene? Yeah, the, yeah, like, okay, the interrogation yeah. scene. That was like such a massive thing. And apparently on the back of that, um, Macaulay Culkin had this kind of base around him. Mm. And I remember seeing the, uh, the the trailers for Home Alone. I was like, oh, it's that kid. He's got his own movie. I was yeah. just like, saw the trailers. I'm like, this looks like it's going to be awesome. And um, I saw Home Alone at the cinemas and really bloody enjoyed it because it's a very fun movie. I love Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck is a great film. I um, feel like I need to watch it again. It's John been a very long time since I've John watched Candy it. John Candy is just so endearing. Yeah. He is. Um, but yeah, I, I was always, always a big fan of it. I kind of go through stages. I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, Home Alone, whatever. But then I like watching it for the pot as well. I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's good. It's a good it is a good film. Like, it's a yeah, good film, right? It like, is. It, it holds it has, up. It, it packs in a lot as well. Yeah. Like there's like sentimentality, there's laughs, there's nastiness, there's like... There's fucking comedy, Joe, there's Joe action. Pesci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of. Joe love. Pesci has his own category. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm excited to hear Adam oh, go buddy. on about Joe oh, Pesci. Oh, buddy. All right, well, we can, we can start that now because uh, we got our five categories that we score the movie out of five, of course. Uh, each category get, could get either a zero, a 0.5, or a full one. And the first category is basic casting. Um, you usually have a lot, Lee, so we'll come to you last because you're probably going to pick up everyone else that we've forgotten. Okay. Mm. All right, um, let's start with you, Josie. Um, I'm going to go with the Queen first, Catherine O'Hara. The Queen the first. Queen. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. love her. I do too. I'm a big fan of Shit's Creek and her yeah. as Moira Rose is amazing. Um, and so many people that watch Shit's Creek did not realise that she was Kevin's mum from Home Alone really? for so long. Yeah, that was... Okay, do you want to know something interesting about her, right? You know how she kind of looks a little different now to what she looked like back mm-hmm. in Home Alone? She's in a movie, a Scorsese movie called After Hours. Sure. She looks like herself now in her younger days there. Interesting. So there's like this middle period where she looks like herself in Home Alone and Beetlejuice. Yeah. But like how she and looks then, now whoop. is kind of how she looked like when she was younger. So confusing. It's very, very interesting. But um, yeah, I love her too. Catherine O'Hara is good. She is great. She I is love good. her. She's such a good mum in this. Yeah, she is. She, yeah. She's, she's the iconic mum. Yep. Um, and then we have Macaulay Culkin, of course. You know, he went a bit weird. Who's but that? What? Who's that? Who's that? 
Macaulay Culkin. Oh, right, okay. The, the little lead actor. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, you know that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, kid. the drug addict, that one? Yeah, you know that one? Drug that one? Wow. Well, yeah, wow. Poor guy. Bless uh, him. Uh, anyway, he's good now. He's a, he's a dad of two. He's married to um, London Lipton from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. So Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, so that's, that's a cute little... Also married to another child star. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Except so they're, later. They're all happy now. Well, yeah. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. Um, Joe Pesci, I'm going to let you do yes. your thing with that. Um, John Candy, we've already talked about him. Um, John Hurd, the evil dude from White Chicks. He, yep. was, he was a lovely dad. Yep. <laughs> That's what you relate him to, yes. John Hurd from White Chicks. Well, he's, he's in my list from White Chicks as yeah, well. See? Yeah, see? Oh, wow. okay. He's not what wow. I know. That, that's one of the movies that I know him but from. He's but he's the villain in White Chicks. Yeah, like okay. When you look at him, you're like, yeah. oh, it's that guy. Plays a great dad. What is it, Vanderbilt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Mr. Heckles from Friends is yeah, in, Mr. Heckles yeah. is in Home Friends. Alone, and that's so that's always nice as well. But yeah, I thought I would I'll do a, a little dip into the characters because I feel like you guys will do a massive dive. Would you score it? Um, I gave it a one because I feel Chef's Kiss. Okay, um, I've I've gone a bit more um, uh, a bit more judgmental. I've got a point five. Really, um, really? Yeah, and I'm looking over this ha- list. Are you not seeing like, this cast? Yeah, I know. And how um, good they did? I've put. I fucking love Joe Pesci. There um, it is. Yeah, I, I love Joe Pesci so That's much. That's why I skipped over him. <laughs> I'm only going to give it fifty percent, but it's got but Joe, Pesci, Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Uh, I'm I'm tempted and flipping. Um, uh, so I, I love Joe Pesci so much. Um, Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies, and Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, he won an Oscar. Uh, his performance is just, just. It's like another level of amazing. In Goodfellas or Home Alone? In Goodfellas. You know what? He's great in Home Alone as well. I was just about to say, the range of the guy, obviously, the differences between the two with him in Goodfellas and him in in Home Alone. There was was three movies that he made in the space of 18 months that he absolutely smashed. And it was like Goodfellas, Home Alone and something else. And everyone's like, what a range. Was it My Cousin Vinny? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because that was a big movie too. Marissa Tomei won the Oscar for that. Um, Yeah, I just, I I love him so much. And like when he, because he hadn't done anything in 80s and he did The Irishman the other year. Yeah, and like I was just so keen for that. Just but he's one of those again. people that doesn't need to do anything anymore, right? No, like apparently, he just plays golf all the time. He rests on his laurels, <laughs> mate. He's done. Yeah. Like he's done. He's he's yeah. That's it. He doesn't yeah. need it. Um, but yeah, he's great in this. He's essentially him. Him and Marv uh, Daniel Stern, which is my next one, who's yeah. an amazing sidekick. He's a great. I think I say son. he was an amazing movie of City Slickers, but. We should do that. We should do that as a pod. We should, right? And I, I feel like that movie, that movie alone. Not to talk about that movie too much, but that movie is like a really good airplane movie. It is. <laughs> Clown. Uh, they, they are essentially Looney Tunes characters, and Daniel Stern plays a perfect sidekick. Um, I also like how Pesci's kind of at the start when he's playing the cop as well. Like he just he does. He, like you said, he's so late. Do you know, so I good. did not realize that until I was an adult <laughs> oh, that really? Joe Pesci was the cop until I was a solid adult. Amazing. Yeah, yeah nice. but I was like, oh my God. It all makes I sense. get it now. <laughs> now all of a sudden that cop makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was the, uh, you remember the Wonder Years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he's the narrator. He's the, the, the voice in uh, Fred Savage's head. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, uh, I, I just wrote, there's something about Catherine O'Hara. She's amazing. Uh, Beetlejuice After Hours. Uh, she's also selling The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hurt, I wrote, it's a great dad. He's a good, good typical dad. Like yeah, except yeah. in white chicks. But, you, you know, it's, it's interesting <laughs> actually because Catherine O'Hara and John Hurt, the characters that they play, they, they are, they're meant to be the stereotypical parents and they play them to a T. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, also, interesting connections is uh, he's also in After Hours, which uh, Catherine O'Hara's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also in a cheesy horror movie called Chud, which um, Daniel Stern is. Yeah, it's a cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's good. He's There's a couple of moments that I pick up now where he's kind of like not great at acting, but like he's a kid, so I'm not going to bust his balls. I um, he did well for his thing, age. He's got so much charisma and personality. For yeah, like, How old was he when he filmed this? Six? Seven? No. He'd have to be at least like 10 or 12 or something. Anyway. Well, we can find out. You look it up. Um, and I just wrote, I love John Candy so much. Like, he's just... He's just got a lovable face, doesn't he? He does, yeah. It's yeah. just so round and, and he's squishy. And he's great. The the old man who plays... Um, I'm sure Lee's going to touch on it. The old man that plays the old man. Robert's uh, Blossom. Yeah, he's really good in it as well. Yeah, no, he, he does look scary, but he's such a big softy. I'm going to change it. I'm going to go one. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, he's back. He is back. Um, um, and we didn't even talk about um, Little McCall... Uh, Little Macaulay Culkin, Kieran. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kieran Macaulay. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kieran with these cute little glasses it was and ten. everything. Yeah. Fuller. Yeah, Fuller. 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 Uh, so, yeah, Macaulay Culkin was 10 when he, when he recorded, when he did it. That's insane for a 10-year-old, yeah, how, how good he is, yeah. You guys have basically ticked off most of the uh, most of the, the cast. Uh, the special there, there are some special mentions that were missed. So Larry Hankin, who plays the officer, officer we we talked about him. Uh, Michael Mar- Michael Morona, who plays Jeff. Did you remember the TV show Adventures of Pete and Pete? Hell yeah! So that no. was him. Oh wow! So he was one of the Pete's. Yeah, wow. Um, Nickelodeon man. Yeah, yeah. So Ralph Foodie, who played Johnny. Who was Johnny? Uh, Johnny. Johnny. Uh, so. Oh, now I'm trying to remember. It was, uh, uh, now it's it's gone. Um, okay. He was in Curly Sue. Oh yeah. Oh no, sorry. Of course, yeah. Ralph Foodie from Johnny. He was um he was he plays the uh, the the gangster Johnny. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. in Curly Sue. He's in uh, Raw Deal with Schwarzenegger. Good. He's in the Blues good. Brothers, and he's in Above the Law. Oh shit! Right. Oh, so man. you actually take a look at his credits, and he's actually got some serious credits to his name. Um, Hillary Wolf, who plays Megan, one of um, one of uh, his sisters, or one mm-hmm. of Kevin's sisters. Um, so he was in home. She was in Home Alone two. She recorded Home Alone two, and then she dropped out of acting completely. And then she went and did. Uh, she went and competed for the USA uh, in the nineteen ninety six and the two thousand Summer Olympics for judo. Wow! Oh. Right. Okay. There's a bit of a deep dive for you. That's uh, and cool. Ken, Hed- Ken Hudson Campbell, uh, the guy that plays Santa, he was in Groundhog Day. Oh. I do love that movie. You remember Groundhog Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the guy that he meets on the stairs every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he plays him. He's in Down Periscope, that terrible oh, movie. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, and he's in Armageddon. Oh, oh I love Armageddon. Right, right. What so is he's, he the, in Armageddon? he's the giant guy. The big, the big fat guy. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's one of those things like you sort of don't realise it's him until you're like, oh, you actually do some, do some homework on it. But as far as the, the cast is concerned for me, that's a big old fat one. Fair. Yeah. All right. It is um, stacked. You continually with basic plot and story now. Uh, basic plot and story. Okay, so I've written it's an original story idea that has been copied several times and hasn't been as successful since. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly think that it's paved the way for family comedy of the, uh, from, the, from the 90s until now. Like it's done a solid job of any any basically in, during the nineties and the two thousands when they were dropping nineties family comedies, it was sort of structured around this and it was jo- it had John Hughes and Chris Columbus all written all over it, mm. it had their tweak and their flavour to it, and I honestly reckon it's a big reason why it's it's so successful. And your score is 
Oh, it's a big old fat one. Oh, damn. Okay, for basic plots three, I've got a 0.5. Um, and I'm not flipping on this <laughs> Is one. Is he going to change it? No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, like, no. See, I think it's good family fun. And I said the idea of him being left alone is kind of silly. Um, and him doing all the stunts and all this like crazy shit that happens is done really well. Um, otherwise, it'd just be another f- fun sort of silly family Christmas movie that I give a zero to. Um, but it's the fact that they've kind of done this so well and, and the, the antics of the cohesion with the, the um, I was going to say the staff, the stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it's it's this reason why it was so big and so popular and stood the test of time even with all its violence which um, I think if you drop that movie now today they'd probably like give it an M rating and not allow it for kids yeah I reckon that would probably get an M rating it's most yeah. popular um, but it's interesting actually because you know John Hughes specifically he actually went to he went to the mattresses and actually um, uh, they, like, they tried to stump him people have been trying to stump him for years about all the plot holes as yeah. to why Kevin got left behind mm. and he's got an answer for everything I was looking at things like, yeah, because I, I kind of, watching it this time, I noticed less. Oh, I yeah. Because okay. I thought that there was a lot of gaping plot holes as mm. to how it was left behind. But, but then you actually hear how they've covered it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're sort of almost throwaway comments, but they're really important. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the counting and obviously, you know, chucking Kevin's, um, even chucking Kevin's um, ticket away for argument's sake, it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, no, uh, point five for me. Um, I also gave it a point five. Um, I I do love the the storyline, but yeah, the unrealistic side to it has held me back. Definitely now uh, in twenty twenty three, with so much technology and stuff, there's just no way that that could happen now. But I am trying to look and stay in the nineties when I watch it. But yeah, before just, you were born, yeah, before I was born. Well, you don't believe that a guy can get a hot iron to the face? <laughs> it, it's more that like when you get to the check in, like. You're meant to hand over your passports and your tickets, and this was pre nine eleven though. It was, and it's also they're also flying. Oh, sorry, they're flying international, aren't they? They're yeah, they're going to Paris. So like, there's so many steps that you would definitely notice that Kevin's. Yeah, not look, there. There, there are, and I think yeah, from a plot hole perspective, I'm sure that they, I'm sure that we could probably break it down. We could spend hours breaking it down. I oh, definitely. Um, but I just, yeah, I don't know. But that's that's the only reason why I gave it a point five is that there is quite a few um, plot holes that people talk about through there are. throughout the years. But um, it's still a fun story. It, um, the characters are, are a good time, and um, yeah, it's just a sweet watch. I think it's also as well as also one of those movies that you know you're not supposed to take too seriously just yeah. because of all, all the damage that they do. Like if you're taking it seriously and you're breaking this movie down, um, like cracking out the plot, the plot hole specifically as to why he got left behind means that you're opening the door to sort of having a, a really good look at all the potential damage that he's actually going to do to these two poor guys, right? I'll go yeah. you one better. The adults taking on this kid, that would annihilate that little right, prick, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> except, um, except unless there's a really old guy with a shovel yes yeah good weapon though yeah yeah um okay the next one's going to be fun uh three notable scenes um i don't know about you guys i've got a big one for the notable scenes because there are so many oh see i went 0.5 oh yeah what about you lee give us your score and then we'll go around Uh, look i've given it a 0.5 as well interesting Mm. and the reason why is i'm thinking about notable scenes for me personally and i'm like trying to break it down and yeah there are a couple that sort of do stand out i think there are more notable scenes in number two than there are in number one but we're not talking about number two no i know i know that's why he's giving it a point five but I'm, but, but i'm also saying as well that as as a whole movie the whole movie is a great scene 
Oh, yeah, you reckon I copped out, don't you? Yeah, you totally did. <laughs> um, that's okay. I've got one because there's so many memorable scenes. The difference um, between right. you and I, Adam, is I'm not flipping. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, all right, give, give us one. All Go. Right, um, I, the, the wake up and the family's gone and like the fun finding out bit by bit and when he like realises they're fully gone, you know, he's like, like, I'm eating junk food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going through your stuff. Like, and then he's kind of like, I made my family disappear and then it's like party time. And is that when like the, uh, the eyebrow rouse when he talks to the camera? Yeah. Yeah, it breaks the fourth and then he like has his little montage of him just running a mark. I'm yeah. just that's every time. That's kind of like when you're a kid, something that you just want to do. Fair enough. Yeah. Jobs, you can go. Um, I'm gonna start with the serious scene that I love. I love the church scene between the old guy. It is a good scene. And Kevin. I find that a really, really su- like sweet scene for like a family comedy movie. I think that scene will be forgotten by most people, whereas I actually really love it and think it's a really sweet scene. Fair enough. Can I, on the back of that, say um, I didn't have it in my list, but it had it was something that I was like, okay, I'll, I'll mention this if someone else brings it up. But um, I always thought of that as being like a, a boring bit of the movie and like the soppy sort of shit bit where they're gonna have a little bit of like feels. Yeah. Watching it this time as well, I'm like, actually, this is really well done. Yeah. It's like someone who's like young in their life giving advice, simple advice to someone who's older and someone older. Like they're both learning from each other. Each other. At separate ends of like a lifespan, and I thought it was really, really well done. So really uh, sweet. Good work, Joyce. What do you got, Lee? Uh, the supermarket scene when he's talking to the checkout girl. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's um, that deals a toothbrush. No no no, 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 the no, next no. time when he's doing like the milk and the oh, fabric yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and she's, uh, she holds up the army, the, 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 uh, the army, the uh, plastic army yeah, guys. Like, for the kids. Like, it's for the kids. For the kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. just that whole scene is very, very clever. Yeah, it's very cute. Um, I've got the uh, pizza scene when he's playing the mobster movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the keep the change of filthy animal and playing it up loud and the poor pizza guy like, just runs out and Honestly, gets scared. This whole movie last night, I kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and then I realized it's in number two, the Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh right, and I was a happy like, New Damn Year. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough, actually, you just picked one of mine. Oh, it's a good scene, it's right? A great scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're playing fast forward and getting all the bits all the um, way through. And you know, as a t- as an add on to that, I love the uh, the ongoing the, the ongoing joke about knocking over the um knocking over the, the, uh, statue. the statue statue. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, I had the scene with all the pranks. Well, like everyone knows the scene with all the pranks. You know, with the nail, the iron, the, the you talking blowtorch. about the, are you talking about the entire house defense? Pretty much, yeah. That's what I've got written down. it's so much fun. Yeah, like, it's it's really good. And even though it's ridiculous, like um, but you know, but it's so good. Look from from the uh, I think it's this movie is so well known to me and so ingrained in me uh, and I enjoy it so much that I don't have to watch the whole movie I can just fast forward all the way through to you know Kevin sitting and it's nine it hits nine o'clock and he's about to eat his mac and cheese and then yeah. all of a sudden it begins yeah right it's so funny that these like you know dipshit burglars are like right on the clock yeah, yeah. <laughs> nine o'clock <laughs> on exactly the dot they were super o'clock. punctual They're very punctual so burglars super punctual. <laughs> yeah oh, so you guys have done all of mine we've all um, funnily enough done yeah it. and the last one of course is when Catherine O'Hara realizes that Kevin's gone and she does like Kevin oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's, fair enough. that's such a well-known scene for everyone yeah I remember sorry this is probably a little bit of a side but I remember like they used to do um uh, adverts for movies back in the 90s and then they do these like shorter versions of the ad that just had stills from the movies mm-hmm. and her and that bit was like a big part of it like, it was just, like a still of her face and like Kevin like would have sound clips to like stills Okay. It's like a weird thing that happened for well, a while. It's almost like like if you, you if you were to search that gif, you'd be able to find it. But oh, it's a gift. Right. It's a gift that you can hear. Yeah. yeah. 
very Everyone much so. Um, next is Appeal. Uh, who wants to take it? Here you go. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. okay, cool. Uh, point five. Um, I've gone, at the time I was a perfect age for it and I loved it. And over the years, kind of a little less so. I'm like, if this came out today, I would have no interest in seeing it. So I've got to go right in the middle. Um, I, was a, I was the demographic when it came out and it, and it hit massively. And like I said, I still really enjoyed it re-watching it. But as it, from an Appeal standpoint, they could literally do the, I mean... They still do. They released like a new Home Alone last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it actually had it. it um, it had um, what's his name? Uh, Buzz in it. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's there's like about five of them now or some shit. Um. Anyway, yeah. I'm just kind of like this. This isn't something that would appeal to me. I guess now. Um. I, if they had Macaulay Culkin back and it was his kids well, doing he, it, he did something recently. Um. With it, it was like an ad. Yeah, it was a Google ad. That's it. Google yeah. ad. Uh, that was really cute of him coming back and doing that. But uh, yeah, no, point five for me. Hmm. Yep. Um, I want to straight up one. It's nineties. A tick. It's Christmas. Tick. Comedy. Tick. And Disney. Tick. Boom. Is it, boom. Is boom. it Disney? It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's Disney, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Okay. I think. Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Josie said it. She I'm, did sa- it. I'm saying it's Disney. You, uh, did, you did. You know it's right. Take, <laughs> it, take, take it to the bank. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Someone tell me if I was wrong, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So it it screams Josie. Okay. Fair enough. Um, for me, it's getting a uh, a point five. It wasn't necessarily aimed at me when I was when I you know at, at my age demographic. But uh, look, from an appeal perspective, I watch it every single year. I'm t- I'm teetering between potentially flipping this, but it's but look, you're not a flipper. I'm flip. not a I'm not a flipper flip man. I'm not a flipper. <laughs> Give it look, to the flip. I'm going to stick with my point five. It is a cracking movie. I watch it almost every single <coughs> year. I don't need Christmas to watch it. Um, and it's it's it holds up right. But when it came when it first came out, it wasn't aimed at me because I was too young. That's part of the reason why I think it's going to lose some points. Okay. Interesting. But it appeals to you as an adult. As, a, as an adult. So you're doing the reverse of what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and, and look, I think as an adult right now, like obviously it's one of those movies that I've obviously grown up with and I've enjoyed as a child and then as an as an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the enjoyment of it has changed because it needed to because, you know, the jokes are different now, right? Yeah. Is this going to be a movie you'll show your daughter? I 100% will show my daughter. Yeah. Um, Ham better enjoy it or whew, I'll, I'll be livid. She, she'll Ham new, alone? She, she, she'll <laughs> find herself a new dad if she doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, oh, do, don't do that. Savage. That's, that's yeah, savage. Don't, 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 don't listen to this, Mel. <laughs> Does your wife listen to a podcast? Uh, let's say yes, because she's a loving wife. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. But, um, pro- but probably not, though. Maybe a no. Oh, shit. Um, okay, the final one, which I, I, I have a feeling we're all going to be unanimous on this. Um, the ending, the final, the climax, do they stick the landing? I've gone a full one mark. Let's go through our scores, then our reasonings. Oh, I went 0. 0.5. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. What about you? I went a zero. What? No, no, I'm just joking. I want a full one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's, of course, it stuck the landing. Dude, uh, look, I'm going to kick it off. Big one for me. I'm like, it's a great finale. I'm like, the bad guys, after enduring excruciating agony, um, they almost get the kid. And then obviously the old man who's his new friend saves the day. Uh, the bad guys get arrested. The family returns to Christmas. It's all happy endings and uh, the perfect end to this kind of movie. Yep. Um, no, I feel like flipping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to echo every single, every single thing that you just said, but I'm also going to, I'm also going to, the reason why I'm giving it a full one is because they've done a really really good job of making number two out of nothing yeah there's no substance to there, there isn't but they've yeah. done a really but good yeah, job of going okay here's this like we've, we've wrapped this up really really well we've ended it really really well mm-hmm. we didn't need the sequel but we've made the sequel and the sequel was just as good if not better yeah arguably it was so good 
I remember my one of one of my best mates in school, Lance, won advanced screening tickets to go see Home Alone two, and I was so jealous. Yep, like, what a cool like guy! Filthy jealous as a as like a eleven year old or whatever. <laughs> Fuck I was. that guy! Yeah. That guy! <laughs> I, like, oh, I better shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you choke on your popcorn, you jerk. <laughs> <That's> so sad. <laughs> and then he like came to school. He's like, oh man, it's so good. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, Charles, tell uh, us why you're having it. You tell, oh. tell, are you going to flip or are you going to stick with it? Oh, it's so hard because now that I'm looking at my notes, I'm like, why did I give well, it Well, how about we hear the reason yeah, and then you, and then you um, Because I thought it was really sweet, like the reunion of mum and the mum and Kevin. That was really sweet. And then watching the reunion of the neighbour and his son and yeah, the family. That, and that, that was, was really that's, sweet. That's, that's a really nice way that's to finish lovely. the movie. And yeah, then, but then having the comedic um, last bit of Buzz being like, what did you do to my room? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, this, but I also wrote, you know, we all saw it coming. Yeah, of oh, course, yeah. of course. Yeah. So of I was course. like, it's, it's it's a predictable ending, so there's nothing crazy or. I just think the way different they about did it. it was, but yeah, was yeah, and you know, did they did they do it well? I guess is the answer. You know, did yeah. they stick the landing? That's the point. Yeah. Flip Josie. Like you knew you you know the landing <laughs> was coming. I know. Just remember, Josie, that your lower score is going to impact its total. Good. Mm. Mm. Is that, is, that a, is that a flip I smell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which way are you going, Jones? Which way are you going? No. No, I'm going st- oh, to be strong. I'm going to be strong. Okay. 0.5. 0.5. Okay, okay. You okay. know what? You, you, just, you just had beaten both camps at the moment. You could have you could have sided oh. with Josie. Oh, sorry, sided with Adam or sided with me. And I'm disappointed that you sided with me because uh, I really wanted the extra mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, did you give your reason? Ending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, before we move on to our next category, which is three uh, notable or favourite quotes, uh, what do you think is the worst of, like, the traps and things that he puts these guys through? As in, like, it was gruesome or, just, like, as in... Just the one that we just... Every time you just kind of like, oh, fuck. The, the nail. The nail. The Definitely, nail. The, Definitely nail. the nail. See, I thought that too, but then re-watching this, someone might not the tarantula. <laughs> the, the, the reason nah. why the nail... The reason why the nail fucks me every single time is not so much the trap itself, but the noise he makes oh, when, uh, when yeah. he steps on it because he does so it so bad. well. It's so bad. I... I'm so deathly afraid of spiders okay. that like I would rather him, him like stab a nail through my foot than have a tarantula put on my face. Oh no, him, the nail makes the, me shiver just thinking. The blow about torching it. of the head is also pretty oh, savage when you're talking about it. Brutal. And the the uh, the hand, it? yeah, yeah, like yeah, burning yeah. his head. That's it is brutal. They put these. Okay, um, up to three notable quotes. I've only got two, but um, I've I'm got sure five. Okay, okay, you, you, you can have, you have one of mine. Um, let's go around the room, and we'll start with Lee since he's got a million. All right, all right so when when, um, when he trashes when he trashes Buzz's room, he's yeah. like, "All right, Buzz's life savings." I love that quote. I don't know why. I just love that quote because when you, I think the reason why I like it is because when he actually goes and grabs the money, it's actually not that much. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." That whole scene's kind of. I, I didn't write it in my quotes, but I was reading quotes trying to refresh my memory. It's like. Buzz's girlfriend. That's what wolf? I have, Dan. Yeah, that's one of mine. <laughs> that's one of mine. I'm just like, that's so savage. The, yeah. the wolf, though. The, the wolf. <laughs> the wolf. And then, then he's chucking it back in and they're just uh, breaking yeah. the glass. My also, friend Luce and I were like, that is so mean for like the 90s. Yeah. Like, ooh. They're, they're a bit savage. Uh, what do you got? Well, that was one that of them. One? Okay, so, what else fuck you, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I also had the, um, why'd you take your shoes off? And then he's like, why are you dressed like a chicken? Yeah, yeah that oh, is yeah. a good quote. Yeah. That's very. Good. That's a very. Um, that's almost a, like one of the qu- the quotes that you have to do yeah. when it comes to this movie. It's so good. Um, all right, keep the change, filthy animal. Yeah, of Ooh. course. 
Course. Well, I wanted Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, but... It wasn't in there? It's not in there. Um, I've got Fuller Take It Easy on the Pepsi. It's a throwaway, yeah. it's a throwaway line. And it's not even said by anyone important. No. Um, but, but it's also the look after it. With yeah, after yeah, because he's sitting there and he's just grinning. It's with the glasses. Hair it's the glasses. Massive can of Pepsi. Yeah. But he's staring at Kevin because he knows. Uh, yeah. He knows. Uh, yeah. Um, and I said it as my memorable scene as well, Kevin. It's, oh, it's oh, such yeah, a yeah, yeah. known quote. Yeah, okay. I, I could go with a few Joe Pesci ones, but the one that I stuck with was, <laughs> I don't know why, I've never remembered this before, but this time watching it, it just slayed me. Where it's like, you bomb me with one more can, kid, and I'll boil your cojones in motor oil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what a thing to say to a kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, he'd been through a bit at the, at yeah, the time. He was, he was I, kind of done by then. I read that um, they had to keep reminding him that it was a family film. That's in my yeah. fun yeah. facts, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Um, Uncle Frank, look what you did, you little jerk. It's a it's an iconic line from that movie. Yeah. yeah. For obvious reasons. Um, and the last one that I've got, you've done the Buzz Your Girlfriend Wolf. That is a great <laughs> oh. one. Yeah. Um, the last one I've got is when um, Buzz is talking to his sister and she's like, don't you think you feel so helpless? And he goes, no, for three reasons. Oh, yeah. A. a, I'm not that lucky. Two, we've got smoke detectors. And, and D, D, we live on the, the most boring street in the, in the oh, United that's States. so America, dumb. Where not, nothing even remotely dangerous ever happens, period. Yeah, so dumb. Well. It's just, it's so Buzz though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, fun facts. I'm sure we've got quite a lot. I actually don't have that many. Okay, well, let's uh, go lightning round around the room. Um, I'll kick it off. Um, Joe Pesci stayed away from Macaulay Culkin so that he would think he was mean. Yep. I saw that. So they could get a bit of uh, realism in, in the young fella's acting. Yep. Lee? Um, I've got uh, Robert De Niro turned down the role of Harry. Really? Uh, and so did John Lovitz, if you want to get specific about it. But obviously Robert Ooh. De Niro is a big, a big drop because obviously him and Joe Pesci know each other very well. Can I piggyback onto that? Uh, also, uh, Pacino and Al Pacino and Alan Rickman were also considered for the role of Harry, and Ooh. Michael Richards and Christopher Lloyd were considered for Marv. Sorry, who who was who was considered for Harry? Uh, so that's just say that, say that both say that Al Pacino all. and Alan Rickman. Yeah. Okay. And then the next bit. Uh, Michael Richards and Christopher Lloyd for Marv. Oh man, can you imagine Christopher, Christopher Lloyd, Lloyd? Yeah. And, and Al Pacino. Right. Or Alan, just it's crazy, but I mean, I think they found the right combo. But yeah, that was a possibility. Uh, what, what do you got? Um, Macaulay Culkin has a small scar from Joe Pesci accidentally biting his finger. <laughs> nice. Mm. Yep, good. Um, Fair. Home Alone held the, guild, the Guinness World Record for the highest-grossing live-action comedy from 1990 to 2017. Oof, that's a long. What run. took over? Uh, some Chinese movie. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Um, Joe Pesci was so used to cursing in his movies uh, that he would swear instead of his like car- literal cartoon profanity that he uses in it. You know, the <laughs> yeah. um, and Chris Columbus uh, advised him to say free yeah, yeah, instead fridge. of fuck. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the ornaments that Marv steps on is actually candy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. so it wasn't as painful. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's stunt double was a short 40, 30 year old. Oh, man. my God. I heard about this. This is so <laughs> funny. But, but more importantly, can you imagine going, like, meeting this guy out in a pub and be like, what do you do? So I'm Macaulay Culkin's stunt double. Yeah. I'm a 10 year old stunt double. <laughs> Sit there smoking a dart. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got um, John Hughes was actually very protective of his script and he made sure that everyone said their parts, like, as it was written and didn't want anyone to stray from the script. Except. For? Except for John Candy, who improvised his entire dialogue. Yeah, it was good dialogue. Oh, he's great. Oh, what guy. is he not, right? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, um, Daniel Stern wore rubber feet throughout all of his barefoot um, oh, yeah. okay. scenes. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. 
Oh, okay. Uh, some of the, I, I noticed watching this time. Some of the snow is so fake. Oh yeah, because you showed no. That was something that else. Was Dawson's that was Creek. Dawson's Creek. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've got quite a few. Um, Christopher Columbus got um, Joe Pesci to recite the "How My Funny" scene from Goodfellas on the set of the movie. Yeah, nice, awesome. I would love to have been there for that. Yeah. Um, Buzz was voted the second best movie bully in Entertainment Weekly. Wow. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of huge. Um, you got more, Joyce? Um, the only other one that I have is Macaulay Conklin um, improvised You Guys Give Up um, or Are You Thirsty for More? Okay. Oh, I was cool. like, that's a good line to improvise for a 10-year-old. Oh, I actually do remember one. Apparently, he used to just go to sleep on the floor. Yeah. Wow. Weird. He's a kid. Hey, I, I used to just fall asleep on the floor. That explains I, so much, <laughs> I could probably lie on the floor right now and have a sleep. Fair enough. I had a wedding last night. Um, I, I drank a lot. I'm surprised you haven't done the scream fact. Scream fact? Mm, the poster and iconic image of uh, Kevin with the aftershave is apparently a parody, or well not a parody, but um, influence from the Scream. Oh, like the artist painting. The, yeah. Um, oh, what was the artist that did that? Oh, I'm turning to you, Lee. That guy. Your, your artistic love. I wrote uh, John Williams did the score because I forgot about that. Um, the pages of the Playboy were taped together so that Macaulay Culkin didn't see Nancy. That is a fun fact. Wow. A yeah. I, like, I love that he just threw it away. I was, he was, like, like, no. I was like, man, why do you guys see some titties? Um, <laughs> this is kind of like a little sidebar and mainly because I'm a wrestling fan. So um, back in the day when um, WWF was huge in the late 90s, early 2000s, they copped a lot of flack because their stuff was so violent. Lots of chair shots and mm-hmm. hitting people with all sorts of weaponry and that. There's this big backlash that it was causing kids uh, to be influenced, to be violent against each other. And um, Mick Foley, one of the uh, uh, WWF world champions at the time, uh, he did this big case in favour of WWF's uh, programming at the time and used Home Alone as the... Um, as the ah. point of saying, this is a kid's movie and it went through all the... Because what they did was they, they watched an episode of Monday Night Raw of WWF mm-hmm. and they wrote down how many times people like pointed to their crotch, how many times someone did something sexual, sometimes yeah. how many people got hit with weapons. And Mick Foley did the same for Home Alone and did this big list of all the violence in this movie and it turned out that it was like, on paper, it's like ridiculous how yeah, much yeah. Uh, acts of violence exist in this well, movie. There's actually they've, um, they've actually asked doctors to, uh, to do the breakdown of the actual trauma that... Um, Harry and Marv would actually go through and mm-hmm. what they would actually survive and it's hectic yeah. like the iron alone would cause con- like not just concussion so but much. like it would crack your skull yeah yeah, yeah. Um, okay let's go um, for our scores I flipped so I've given this a 4 <laughs> originally I, it would have been a 3.5 but I've gone a 4 I believe I'm a 3.5 I'm a 4 you should have been a four. <laughs> you should have been a four, Josie. I should have been a four. You should have been a four. You oh. know what? We'll give you an opportunity to change. I'll flip. No, I'm kidding. Wait. Okay. Oh, stick to your guns. Yeah, so I'm what a is, stubborn woman. What is that all up, Lee? That's 11 and a half. 11 and a half out of 15. And IMDb gives it 7.7 out of 10. 7.7 7 out of 10, hey? I thought it'd be higher. It's interesting, actually, because we have uh, scored at 76%. <laughs> See, if I flipped, it would be out. Sure. <laughs> Would it though? I thought wouldn't it be more? Yeah, but like too much more maybe. I, I don't I don't know maths. <laughs> I'm legitimately asking. So seventy six percent if you want to actually if you want to round it up it actually is seventy seven percent. Seventy six point six 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 six. Oh recurring. Yeah. Okay. Come. Okay, Josie. Uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Josie's claiming this one. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. My of stubbornness our, has won. <laughs> on half of our, our podcast. So there you go. We are, we're, we're just like the rest of the world. <laughs> we are yeah, average. We are, we are the same. Yeah, but uh, you know what? This is a, this is a really good movie. I'm surprised IMDb, IMDb didn't get a, give it a bigger score. Yeah. I, I thought it'd be higher, to be honest, but... um. 
Well, let's actually let's let's have a quick look. So I actually didn't re- I didn't check it, and I should probably check it. Um, it's seven point seven out of six hundred and eighteen thousand votes. It's a lot of people. So it's a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. And out of us three people, we've gone pretty much the same. Yeah, yes, we same. have. Yes, we have. Well, there's been a lot of fun. This is a really good movie. Um, like I watched it a couple of days ago and just talking about it kind of makes me want to watch it again. So that sort of shows how good it yeah. is. And uh, this, uh, yeah, we're doing Christmas movies and I think this was a wise one. I know mm. we were talking earlier uh, in the build-up to these episodes about whether to do this or not or, you know, you want to save some of these Christmas movies. I think it was a great choice. Oh, look, one. we've always got number two to run. To, I'm to, to so fall back looking forward True. to number two. I, I would happily... I, I, it's been that long. I actually wouldn't mind rewatching number two. I'll watch number two straight after I finish number one. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me at all. But until next time, we want you to uh, get involved on the uh, socials. Do you agree with these two? Do you think Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1? Am I the weird one in this situation? Do you, you don't agree, do you? No, number no. one's way better than number two. Okay. Like, like way, way, way better? Yeah. So if you're, if you're giving like, number one a four, does that mean that you're giving like number two like a two and a half? I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it again. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Uh, but uh, yeah, let us know. Hit us up on the socials. We're at X. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook at Two Gag Pod. But uh, until next time, hope you're enjoying the festive season. We'll be back with more awesome Christmas movies soon. Until then, I'm Adam. I'm Josie. And I'm Lee. And this has been Two Guys Girl and a Movie Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Bye. Arrivederci. <laughs> <laughs>